Great evening, great evening, great evening, great evening. This is Wesley, billion-dollar virgin with another millionaire midnight rant podcast here. How are you guys doing here? Um, it's 12.10 here a.m. in Houston, Texas here. Okay. And tonight, once again, I'm going to give you the opportunity to pick my brain here. Okay. And if you're not aware of who I am, I am Wesley, billion-dollar virgin. I am a young Black man from Houston, Texas, and I grew up pretty poor, pretty average. But through perseverance, educating myself, and really understanding the principles of wealth, I'm now worth over $40 million. I live a fabulous life. I have three beautiful children, and I'm just living my best life here, okay? And what I want to do and what I am doing here is sharing this information with the world. Millions of people all over the globe to let them know that you too can be rich, you can be wealthy, prosperous, abundant, whatever you want, whatever you desire in your life is absolutely possible. As a matter of fact, I want everybody to say and comment below, it's possible and it's necessary, okay? Comment those words below, please. Maybe you're laying in your bed, maybe at home right now, laying on the air mattress, not sure, maybe in your car. Maybe at your job right now at work. I want you to, maybe in the gym listening to me, not sure, but I want you to write down, it's possible and it's necessary. And it's possible means that it's possible for you to live your dreams. It's possible for you to travel the world during the week and not working at a job. It's possible to take your family around the world. It's possible for you to go into department stores and buy what you want. It's possible for you to go into the Bentley, the Rolls Royce, the Lamborghini dealership and buy whatever car that you desire. It's possible for you and your family to live behind gated communities, to be safe and secure and to be able to swim in your pools and watch movies in your movie theaters. And it's necessary. Okay. It's possible and it's necessary. And I want all of you to know something here. You know, some of you are in my life right now and some of you are listening to me on my podcast here. Listen. In life, you don't get what you want out of life. You get what you picture. You know, before I start, I want you to know something. Every single day of your life, I don't care how hard it gets and how hard it feels. I don't care about the problems and the difficulties of life. That is normal. It's going to happen. But what I want you to know, the thing that can put you or put you in a place where you want to be is to picture the life that you want every single day of your life. You hear me? Every night, every evening, every morning. Picture it. See yourself better. See yourself in a better situation. See yourself in better relationships. See yourself in a better body. And then get to work. Okay? So let me give you guys a shout out here. Okay? Let me give everybody a shout out. Hey, Max, how are you? Martinez. And feel free to share this out. If you want me to continue to do this, which I am so Happy to do, by the way. Please share this if you don't mind. I'm not asking for money. I never do. Uh, People pay me a ton of money 
to have a conversation with me. As a matter of fact, I just returned back from Miami. We had another outstanding, phenomenal seminar that Ariella, my number two, put together. And I had the opportunity to speak and people there paid north of $200,000 to be there. And it was a life-changing experience here. And I'm doing this for free. So all I ask for you is to share this with people that you know who are just like you, who want more. Share this with your son, your daughters, younger individuals that are a bit confused about their lives, just uncertain. They don't know what to do, right? They could be in a job right now, but they don't want to work their job. They want to do something different, but they're afraid to take the leap of faith. Maybe you know someone that's in school right now. They don't necessarily want to be in a university or college. They want to do something else. They want to be an entrepreneur. So direct them here to this free information. Say, I know this cool black gentleman here from Houston, Texas, and he is not only willing to give away these gems and jewels and information to become rich and wealthy, he's excited about it. And I'm invested in your future, not money-wise, but time-wise, because this is my time and I'm utilizing it for you because I care about you, I love you, and I want you to win. Anybody that hasn't given up, I love them because I understand how hard it is. I know the difficulties of making money. I understand the difficulties of really transforming yourself into the person that you want to be. I know how it feels to be uncertain. I know how it feels to be confused about life. But let me share some with you. If you keep searching, if you keep looking, if you keep seeking, whatever you're seeking is also seeking you. So never stop. Okay. Questions here. Um, so once again, thanks for the shares now. Thanks for the likes now as well and the tags as you tag your friends and family below. Hey, Kelly, how are you? Um, hey, Rosemary, how are you? Princess Diana is in the house. Hey, hey, hey. We have Joshua. P-Pick. How many of you would like me to go live with you here tonight? Just curious here. Listen, if you will help me to get this current podcast over 100 live listeners, I will go live with you. Doesn't matter who you are. You can ask me whatever question about your business, about your life, anything that you think is blocking you from becoming the outstanding, healthy, wealthy person that you want to be. Um, help me get this to 100, and I would definitely go live with many people here tonight from my bedroom, okay? Hey, Katrina. Hey, C. Black American Goddess. Hey, Juan, how are you? Christina, how are you? Jay Anthony, how are you? Shahida, Selena, Katrina, Ahmed, Nisha, or Vaughn, Miss Donna, how are you? Good morning here. Christine, oh, from Romania. I love Romania, by the way. What do you mean by live? Live means you can go live with me on Instagram right now, and which means I can see your face and you can have a conversation with me live. And I'm not going to even charge you $50,000. Hey, Avery, how are you? 
Big G, hey. Sean Deasy Dillop from India. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and start posting questions below here. Okay. Let's begin to post questions here. High energy, high income. I love it. Hey, Joan, how are you? On a mission. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Where are my non-sleepers? We don't sleep until we're rich. We don't sleep until the business is bringing in five, six figures per month here. Okay. Questions for me. Talk to me. Pick my brain, folks. Talk to me. I know you had questions last night. And listen, if you ever want to know where my podcast is, just go to Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast on Google. And you'll see that my podcast is syndicated on every. Okay, I'm back now. Why do you drink nut milk when you meditate? Who said I drink nut milk? I don't drink nut milk while I meditate. Why I meditate? Doesn't make sense. Are we going to celebrate when I make it? Absolutely. We're going to celebrate now. Do you think having a wellness membership site is a good idea? Sure. When you say wellness, what exactly do you mean? Where do I start building my way to success? Christina, by educating yourself. First step is to know what you want. Until you know what you want, you'll never get it. Right? You can't start a business unless you know what the business is going to look like and what type of life you want to live from the business that you're going to create here. How do I communicate better with people? Hey, Juan, can you guys hear me? Okay. Can everybody hear me? Give me a thumbs up. I hit the love button a few times. I just want to make sure. I don't want to continue to talk if you can't hear me properly. Just give me a couple of hearts here. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, how do I communicate better with people? Um, well, okay. So, a good question here. I've talked about this a few times before. To become a great communicator, you must get around people who communicate well. Now, say if you don't know anybody that communicates great because you're around Pookie and Ray Ray. Pookie and Ray Ray can't, not only can they not speak, they can't write. Right? And maybe they slur their speech or they use different type of dialect and different vernacular that is not professional or does not portray the um, the attributes of like a great speaker. So I would say go on YouTube and listen to people who communicate well. I mean, several people on the internet that speak well. TED Talks, okay? Also, learn new words. The average set of words in an individual's vocabulary who have not graduated college is about 300 to 500 words. Okay, if that much. 300 to 500 words in your vocabulary and on a day-to-day basis, we will use probably less than 100 words when we're speaking to people. Okay, so what does that mean? Learn new words. There's many YouTube channels on the internet, on YouTube, and you can learn a new word today. I used to do this very voraciously. 
Um, every day I will learn new words and I will use them in sentences when I was speaking with people. Okay. So learn new words, you know, instead of playing Drake and Rihanna and Jay-Z and Lil Wayne and young boy NBA in your car, you know, blaring the music up to 10. I don't know how people just focus that the music is so loud. Um, I don't really understand that, how that's going. <laughs> well, I guess I was young back in the day, too. I guess I did the same thing as well. But, however, I would say, instead of playing music, listen to new words, okay? When you're driving to work, listen to new words. When you're coming home from work, listen to new words and begin to use them and begin to inculcate them inside of your vocabulary, okay? Because, honestly... People judge people based off their intellect, based off the words that they use and the cadence and the voice inflection and the tonality and how clear they speak and the certainty. Make sense? So, because you want to get to the point that you're not saying, oh, oh, well, uh, you know what I mean? Well, you know what I'm saying? You get it, don't you? I mean, and I get it. You know, we even sometimes I mean, say, um, or I mean, I mean, I mean, but what I would say is begin to speak slowly. It'll give you the opportunity to think about what you're going to say. Make sense? Right? Speak slow instead of speaking so quickly. Okay? It gives you time to think about your next word, your next sentence. Then you will be able to articulate the information in a way that people will understand. Make sense? And not only understand, you can persuade them as well. You got it, one? Let me scroll down here. And another thing, can I give you guys some more advice? Like, I get it, you know, this rant is very unprofessional, right? Obviously, because I'm in my bedroom right now and you're in your bedroom, maybe just listening to me on your pod on your AirPods or your iPhone. But when you comment in the chat, somebody said, you're right. But instead of spelling out the word you're, they use you are. Now I get it. Um, (laughs) You know, I get it. That's people are just lazy or you just don't want to spell out the entire word. But what I want you to understand something about language And people, if you want to be this exceptional person and you want people to take you seriously, because maybe with your friend Pookie and Ray Ray, that's okay. But when you get out in the corporate world trying to negotiate deals, get around certain people, you can't use your, like you are. Write this down. You cannot be lazy in language, folks. I mean, you cannot. You cannot be lazy in language. So when people use the letter you which depicts Y-O-U. It just shows the other party that you're lazy in language here. Like you're not going to send an email to a manager of a job that you want using their type of lingo. So I would say just don't do it at all. Don't make a habit of using these urban acronyms to express yourself. See, this is another reason why I suggest people to separate from their environment because you don't realize 
the amount of I don't want to say damage, but uh, the the amount of just adulteration that is happening in your life based off other people and how they speak and how they write, how they text you. And that will bleed over in your professional life. It will bleed over in your ability to run companies and businesses. Make sense? So I would say being an example now, just begin to speak like a professional or write that way. Right, very correct sentences. Don't want to abbreviate because it would give you an edge, if that makes sense. It will give you an edge over other people. Okay. Okay, what's next here? Berlin. I love it. Visualizing new goal can put stress in the beginning. How to avoid overdoing the rich, the reach the goal versus easy to attract. Hope it makes sense. Visualizing new goal can put stress. Well, Solana, I wouldn't say that visualizing a new goal is stressful. Because my question to you is, why is it stressful? And then when you use the word stress, what are you really saying? That you're worried about something? Because usually people that stress... Another word for stress is worry, right? They're worried about something. Maybe something that they want to happen. Um, worried that something may not happen, right? So when you're visualizing, remember something, Lana. You're in the now. So when you're in the now, you're not, you're not thinking about the future, nor you're thinking about the past, okay? You're not thinking about those two dimensions. You're in the present moment. So there's no room for worry or stress. Make sense? So when you begin to meditate, and this is how I visualize when I meditate, I ensure that my body is in a very relaxed state. How do I do it? Just take a deep breath, you know, five times, exhale slowly, and I visualize, okay? And when I'm visualizing, I'm in the now. So I have no time to think about the future nor the past because it doesn't matter during the process. Did that make sense? What's next here? Yeah, guys, another thing. Turn on your notifications. If you want to catch me live here, if you want to catch me live, turn on your notifications. Okay? So you don't miss a beat. You don't want to miss what Mr. Virgin is going to go live here. You don't want to miss out. You may hear something that may change your entire life for the rest of your life here. So turn on your notifications for me at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin on Instagram so you don't miss the beat here. Because this is like class. This is this is school here. How do you stay laser focused on your goals and dreams? Easy, Katrina. Write this word below. It was a song it used to call Separate. Okay, I'm sorry. Maybe that's incorrect. It was a song. I can't remember the name. But Listen, you need to separate yourself from as many people as humanly possible. Because remember something. When people are not focused, it's because they're too busy dealing with other things. And other things are usually other people. Okay? So when you begin to limit pe the people that's in your life, then you have nothing else to do but focus. 
if social media is a problem for you, we're deleted off your phone for a month. Okay? So just think about it for a second. You know, the people that consume your time are, are I mean, the things that consume your time are nothing but other people. Separate them. Isolate yourself. Can you talk about how to handle frustration and anger? So understand something about frustration and anger. No one can be angry nor frustrated. Like when people say, well, that made me angry or that person made me angry. What that means is that you're a powerless individual because no one can make you angry. No one can actually make you feel an emotion. You're choosing to feel this way based off the stipulations or the the thing or the scenario that's taking place. Does that make sense? All right, so for one thing, you got to have a rule for yourself that no one can make me angry, obviously. Like, no one can make me angry. No one has that amount of power over me. Now, listen, it will take practice because you will get triggered at time. If people say something or do something to you, you may feel triggered. But the key is to be always in this level of awareness and say, well, okay, no one can make me angry. No one can really make me frustrated. Is it because my business is not working? It doesn't mean I have to be frustrated. I don't have to be. And if I am, I don't have to be frustrated for weeks or months. Maybe I'm frustrated for five minutes and then I just get the work done. Make sense? Do you ever start seeing conversions immediately after beginning the campaign? Uh, sometimes. All depends, you know, all depends. But usually, you know, when you start a campaign, it depends on it depends on how much money you're spending. I mean, if you're spending very low amounts, you might not see conversions for a while. But if you're spending five hundred to a thousand dollars a day, you know, more than likely, if the offer does convert, you will see revenue. When we're targeting traffic, do you ever? Oh, okay. I would say just be patient, man. You know, it's a learning. If you're running ads right now, just be patient. Be patient. It's just it's a marathon. It is a marathon. It's going to take some time. There's no overnight success in running ads. So just take your time and be a, uh, a vivacious learner. You know, be a learner of this information. and Just take your time. Be a sedulous student of learning how to run ads online. How did you limit people who come into on a weekly basis without offending them? Well, one thing about me, I guess you don't know, I don't care about offending people, okay? <laughs> like, I really don't. Like, I'm going to be myself. This is how I think about life and people. I'm going to offend people. I have a very strong personality, and I understand some things that I will say that will affect people. But you can always apologize, right? You can always apologize. But I'm not going to apologize for being myself and speak about mine. Maybe I can be more tactful. But like I said before, I don't I don't care about offending people. So when I started to remove people, like I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care, honestly. And I don't care doesn't mean I don't love you. <laughs> I mean, it's just 
what I am doing with my own life is more important than what other people feel about what I'm doing. Does that make sense? I'm a grown ass man. So I'm not, I'm not obligated to anyone except my children. That's it. Those are the only people that can bother me. And they don't even bother me as much as other people do, uh, to be honest with you. So what I would say is care less. Care less about what people think about you if you decide to allow them to exit from the relationship, right? Think less about that because what's important is what you're doing and what you're creating. Okay. Please tell me about how it felt to see a million dollars in your bank account for the first time. I mean, it felt good. It felt great. It felt powerful, you know. But I already felt good and great and powerful two years before I made a million dollars. And that's the key. It's important for you to realize that you have to feel exactly how you want to feel as if you are achieving the result right now. You don't have to wait until the outcome takes place. Okay? And this is a big issue with many people because they're waiting for the big day or the breakthrough to be happy or to be excited. And you need to be excited now. Okay? Can I work for you? Thank you. When you started your career, what was your lifetime goal? Is it still the same? How did you come across your lifetime goal? Well, yeah, my goal is just to help people like I'm doing here. Right? Educate people, not motivate, but really to educate people about mindset, about manifestation. Really understanding their mind and their behaviors and how their attitudes, their behaviors, and their activities or like thereof is very very responsible for what's going to take place or transpire in your life, right? So, yeah, that's my life goal. To help you get rich, big head. What advice would you give a a first-time millionaire? Be smart with the money, which means invest in homes. I would... Uh, buy properties, buy as many properties as you humanly can. Get your income to ten to fifty thousand dollars per month with properties, right? Because that'll pay you for the rest of your life. No pun intended. How did you do it? How did you stay successful for for the longevity? Uh, you know. I think I was able to stay very successful because I didn't take long breaks after the success happened. You know, some people party. I party, but I worked. I party and worked. And I was always looking for the next best thing. That's all I was. So I think, and you know, business for me is like a game. I love it. I love to play and I love to fucking win. And I do win. So... Business to me is just not some arduous task that you have to do and get up and do and do 
It's just it's a game for me. So I like playing it. I love playing the game of business. I love winning, making money and dominating niches and dominating categories. So it's fun to, for, for me, honestly. No, it's just not. It's not like it's a challenge. It's just fun. Do you have any advice for us? What type of... I've been giving advice for the last 20 minutes. Do you think it's possible to not be a people person? Do you agree some people are better on the back end, in the background, in the business versus interacting with customers? Yeah, I, I believe that, yeah. It is true. What's up, Brizzled? How are you? Neighborhood, Mike, hey. You don't stop wanting more. And listen, let me share something with you about wanting more. Because I know some people say, well, actually, don't you have enough? I mean, you have millions, right? You don't like millions is enough. You, know, you got millions. Don't you have enough? You got all the cars you've ever wanted. You've been to about 30 countries already. You've flown private jets already. Flown first class, Stan Foster hotels. Party, pop bottles in different clubs around the world. Took your children all over the world. You know, your mother of your children bought her house, two cars, bought your parents' cars. Help your brother become successful as well. Why do you want more? And I don't like, like a boomerang, I like to throw that question back to you is, why, like if you're in a relationship with a woman or with a man, and say you love that person, say if you really love them, when do you stop loving them? Or do you continue to want that love to grow? Like with your child, do you want the love to stay stagnant and say, well, that's enough to love. I, I've given you love for 10 years, so that's enough love for you, Johnny, Billy boy, right? No. You're never going to stop loving your child. You're never going to stop giving them more love. Same thing with your spouse. You're always going to love more or want to love more and want to receive more love. Right? Same thing with money, right? I mean, same thing with wealth and achieving things. There's never enough, right? It's just never enough. So just like you want more love, what's wrong with wanting more money, okay? So no, it's never enough. It never will be enough. You know, maybe 10 billion, I'm not sure, but no, it's never enough. Can you expound again about you don't care about offending people and how to care less? Sure. Listen, I'm going to go into um, the real life special mode. So if anybody, if you don't like profanity, curse words, whatever, get the fuck off my rant. Okay, I'm going to go a little deeper here, which means I'm just going to talk, you know, from the gut here, from the heart. I love all of you, but I want to be honest with you. Listen. You can't, you cannot give a fuck about what other people feel about you. You cannot. You know, we all understand that consciously. Like we know that. Yeah, I don't, you're right, I can't care. But you always do. You care about what people say about you on the internet. You care about what your mama think, your daddy think. Like you care about what all these poor, broken, poor, average people think. But you got to remember something. You're different. Why? Because you want to be rich. You want to be wealthy. You want to be a part of the 1%. So why would you give a damn of what broke, average, fat, overweight, unhealthy people 
think, no pun intended. Like, why would you even care about what they think? Like, who cares what people say about you and your goals? Oh, you'll never achieve. You broke. You're in debt. Why would you do that? Why would you waste money there? Fuck them. You don't have to tell them that, but in your mind, you can say that. Fuck you. In your mind. Don't tell them that. Block them. You know, whenever someone doesn't believe in your goals or your dreams are, you know, they care too much about you, just get a, go get a job. You know, people just tell them, go get a job. Just go get a job, Wes. Go get a job. Listen, block their asses. Get rid of them immediately. Because you don't need cynics. You don't need any type of negative energy around you. And you don't need any type of energy that doesn't align with the person that you're trying to become because it's very difficult to do it. It's not hard making a million dollars. It's, it's very difficult to believe that you can make a million dollars. And if you're constantly around people like Pookie and Ray, Ray, that's teasing you about what you're doing. They're teasing you because, oh, you're so old and you're broke or you're average. You still have a job. You're still going to all these seminars, reading all these books. You're listening to these people on the Internet trying to be rich. You've been trying to be rich for 20 years. So what? Keep doing it. Fuck them. Okay? You can't care about what people say to you. And you can't care when you hurt people's feelings. You got to tell people sometimes, I can't talk to you for a while. I can't talk to you for the next six months. I can't talk to you for the next year. I've done this many times. And I don't give a damn. I don't care if people cry. They can whine and moan. It is my life. That's what you got to remember something. This is your life to live. Nobody else is living your life. They're not paying your bills. They're not buying you shoes. They're not putting clothes on your back. They're not paying for trips around for you around the world. They're not paying your light bill and your rent. So why do you give a damn about what they think about you? What are they doing for you? Nothing. Okay? So you have to really begin to think, think listen, you have to really begin to think deeply about the people that you care so much about that you don't want to hurt their feelings. Oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want to hurt. Why? Why you don't want to hurt their feelings? Some people's feelings need to be hurt. Sometimes people need to hear the harsh truth. Not all the time, but sometimes they need to hear it. That's why I'm tough on you guys. Sometimes I have to tell you that you guys are fucking up. When I hear people say, I'm trying, Wes, I'm trying. Stop fucking trying to get shit done. I mean, how long are you going to try? For the next 10 years? 15 years? 20 years? Whenever my team said, well, Wes, we're trying to do... I don't give a fuck about trying. You even give me results? Are you gone? And I'm not going to think twice about you. I love you. I have a drink with you at the club. And you will be terminated from my company. Because it's business and it's my life, it's my company. You have to think the same way about you. Okay? People don't care about people who are losing in life. People want to be around people who are winners. Regardless of their character. And how they are. Some people are strong. Some people are weaker. Some people are firm. Okay? But do not be afraid to tell people that you're close to in your life that you can no longer deal or tolerate this relationship because it's not beneficial to you or to the other person. And that includes relationships as well. Relationship with a woman. Relationship with a man. You got to have the balls and the guts to do it. Yeah, it may hurt for a little while. You might think about that person, but let me tell you something. You'll fucking get over it. Okay? You'll get over it. Trust me. You will. But, like I said before, because I told a story many times about my ex, my one and only ex, 
my one and only girlfriend of like, let me see, 15 years ago, maybe. <laughs> I haven't been in a relationship in 15 years. Yeah, I know. A functional relationship. I mean, all these weird relationships that I'm not going to talk about. Maybe one day I will. I'll tell you guys all about my relationships with women. It's very weird relationships, but it is what it is. I'm a very complicated man. But listen, so I had a girl, okay? And I remember meeting her because I was getting ready to go overseas. And she was a beautiful black woman. Her name was Michelle. Okay. And she's gorgeous, you know. Brown skin, short, just like I like about women. Short and cute. Okay. That's one thing about me. My woman going to be short and cute. Okay. They don't have to be a model. They need to be cute, though. Pretty teeth. She smelled good. She looked good. And she just had this radiant look that I liked. And one thing about me, if I want something, it's mine. It is what it is. If I want it, it is mine. And I was flirting with her, obviously. I'm a natural flirt. But sometimes I flirt with an intention, which means I had an intention for her to be mine. And I remember going out on a date with her. And on the first date, we did make love. You know, we did. We, it was amazing. Because I was getting ready to go overseas, right? So we didn't have a lot of time, obviously, right? So I went overseas, whatever we were together. I came back from overseas. And let's just say that we had very challenging times in that relationship. And it's probably why I'm in a relationship now, honestly. <laughs> Let me tell you something. She was a beautiful person. She was great. But it was probably the most toxic relationship. Was just, this was the most toxic times of my life was with Michelle. Nothing against Michelle. Not blaming her at all. But let me tell you something. We had very toxic experiences together. So toxic. Let me tell you how toxic it was that whenever we wanted to talk, okay, just have a conversation. We were living together at the time, which was a mistake as well. I never lived with a female unless I was married. I'm never getting married, so I guess I'm never going to live with a female. But um, when we would talk, we had to drink wine. Two story. And our wine of choice was Stella Rosa. And whenever Michelle would come home with some Stella Rosa, we would be, I already know we had to talk. Because we couldn't talk in a regular, normal state of mind because we were arguing. And I couldn't tell you what we was arguing about. I have no clue, honestly. It was just about just weird stuff. But when we would drink the wine, we was in a very relaxed state. And obviously, we always end up having sex, right? After drinking the wine. Right? So... The relationship was very toxic, but the sex was good, right? So that went on for a while. Uh, many things happened. She had a child. She had a little girl. And, you know, me, one thing about one thing I've learned about me, I'm a fixer. When it comes to women, I, I'm just a fixer. Just it is what it is. And I don't mind being a fixer. What I mean is I, I, I tend to attract women who, you know, just they're not financially just set. And it's cool. I don't care if a woman's financially set, whatever. And I don't mind taking care of a woman. I don't mind taking care of a baby. Like, I I give example what I did for her. I said, you know what? Her, her job was stressing her out. I said, baby, quit your job. She finally quit. And I took care of her. I took care of her. Put her baby in private school. I paid for that. I paid for everything, honestly, right? Because that's what a man does. He pays for everything. He takes care of his girl. Okay? That's just my motto. That's my philosophy. 
But still, I mean, we would just fight. Not physically fight, but just argue all the time. It was, it was crazy. It was to the point sometimes I had to sleep out in my car because it was just too toxic. The cops would come at times and the police officer. It was insane, man. It, it was insane just thinking about it. And then I remember I had a conversation with her and said, how about this? I'm going to get a I'm going to go I'm go I'm going to get a, an apartment down the street. I'm going to pay for your apartment and I'm going to get me one down the street. We're going to get this thing 6 months. And if in 6 months this thing don't work out, I'm out of here. And let me tell you something. This woman had me so sick. I went to the doctor, man. Because I was, this was the first time I've ever been so stressed in my life. And I've never been a stressful type person. But with this woman, my God. Wow. I went to the doctor, man. I was just stressed. And <clears throat> I remember going to um, get my own place. And we was trying to function that way. And we did okay for a little while. But man, and, and let me tell you what Michelle used to do. Okay. Michelle, she was smart. Now, what I liked about Shep, Michelle, and I just want to be honest with you, is she was a very, very sexual, provocative woman. I mean, with her man, right? What I mean is she would do certain things that would make me just go crazy because she just... I'll give you an example. One, <laughs> one birthday, <laughs> I'm telling you guys all my business, but I don't mind. I want to be transparent with you, okay? Um, I remember one time on my birthday... He was in a car. He was going out to eat. And he said, what you want me to do? You want me to take my panties off right now? I mean, in the car, she said this. I said, absolutely, take them. She took them panties off, and we went in that restaurant. That just say some things happened in the restaurant. But I like that about Michelle because she was just very sexual. Like you, like a man like me, uh, like I'm a, I'm a sigma slash alpha type male, and, you know, I'm very, you know, I can get very bored quickly with women. So what I liked about Michelle, she kept it spicy. I give another experience. Um, one time I was at home and she came, she knocked on the door and she was in his maid outfit. I still remember the maid's name. So she was doing this role play and her name was Renee. <laughs> I still remember this crazy. I think her name was Renee. Yeah, I think it was Renee. And Renee was fabulous. You know, to the point I wanted Renee. I didn't even want Michelle. I wanted Renee. Renee was fabulous. <laughs> so this woman had a hold on me, man. She was really good. So when we argue and I would go to her house, not going to do it, not going to do it, not going to do it. She wouldn't answer the door. And honestly, I don't like having a conversation with a woman, a woman running away and not finishing the conversation. It's just how I am. Like, we need to finish this conversation, honestly. <clears throat> and she would go days without talking to me, which drove me crazy, right? And then in a week, she would just come to my house, knock on the door, be looking all cute, right? And then we never having sex again. You know, it, we don't even solve anything. Until one day, enough was enough, man. And I remember this like it was yesterday because I was talking to this one young lady I was going to do a business partnership with. And she said, Wesley. And, you know, I think, unfortunately, I was venting to her. And listen, let me share something with you, folks. You should never vent to other people about your relationship, if you're serious about it. Now, if you're not serious about your relationship, go tell everybody about it. 
is you should never vent about your relationship to other people. It's very dangerous, right? Especially what people are going to say. You have to really figure it out with the person. You got to communicate with them, not other people. Because other people are not in your relationship. And if you want to talk to other people, it should be a psychologist or somebody licensed, obviously, right? But I was talking to this girl. And I wasn't attracted to this girl, but she was like, I just wasn't attracted to her. Let's just say that. Uh, she was cool, though. And she said, Wesley, you know, you're telling, you're telling me all this stuff about Michelle, but let me ask you a question. She said, Wesley, do you love yourself? And I was like, yes, absolutely. What do you mean? Of course I love myself. Wesley, do you really love yourself? I mean, this woman told me this on the phone, right? And I said, yeah. So why are you allowing yourself to go through this devastating period with this woman? I mean, everything you're telling me about this woman, about you and her, is toxic and dysfunctional. So why are you remaining there if you love yourself more? Because it appears that you love yourself less, right? <laughs> because you're in a situation with a person that you know is not going to work. It's not working. And it looks like you love the relationship more than you love yourself. And let me tell you something. That hit me like a ton of bricks, man. That was the first time somebody actually gave me some valuable information. Actually, two times in my life. It was all from women, you know? That's why I love women. Women are... Women are, women are fun, but they're very smart people. Some of them. They're intelligent, man. I'm telling you to listen to them. And this woman shifted my mind when it came to relationships. Or dealing with her. She was right. I didn't love myself. I can say it, but I wasn't acting that way because I was going through so much turmoil with her. Trying to make something work. Trying to make it work. Trying to make it work. And knowing that it was not going to work. And there's many reasons why it didn't work. Which I can go into later, but... I remember the day that I had to let her go. So I was in my office one day. I called her over. And let me tell you something. I have a switch. I call it the switch. Like, I could be a very nice person, very uh, amicable, friendly. But let me tell you something. If I switch, I can be a rude, very direct, blunt, hard-ass motherfucker. I'm telling you. Until I have a switch in my brain, like, and I know when to do the switch. And you don't, want to, you don't want to see that person. You know, I'm not gonna say it's a nasty person, but it is my dark side, and I don't fucking play. And I mean what I say when I say it. So you never want me to do that, especially a woman in a relationship. And maybe some women do want to do it. Some women turns them on, whatever. But I'm very serious about if I do switch. And I had to switch on her. I sat her down. I said, Michelle, I love you. I care about you, but I can no longer be in a relationship with you. As a matter of fact, today is the last day that I'm going to pay your rent. I'm not paying anything for you or your daughter, and I'm going to be leaving Dallas. I was living in Dallas, Akela, Texas. And, of course, I expected her to scream to, like, what are you talking about? Where is this coming from? And blah, blah, blah. I said, you already know this is not working. This is very toxic. This is dysfunctional, and it's not working. It doesn't matter how much we're trying Yes, we love each other. Yes, we care about each other. But the day-to-day is very toxic and we're just not alive. It's not your fault. It's probably my fault, your fault, both of our faults to allow it to go this long. Okay? We obviously just don't know what we want. 
So right now I'm choosing to leave you. And I said it just like that, honestly. And this woman started to cry. And let me tell you something about me. When I switch, I'm not like I'm not going to have any empathy. When I switch, I don't have any empathy with with no one, no women, no men, none. And like my, I was like a stoic. I was very indifferent, and I just waited till she stopped crying. And I said, Michelle, you will be okay. You will be fine. I kept saying that. And let me tell you something. It was so fun. This woman, she switched, stopped crying within seconds. And she started to say, oh, you think I don't have money saved up? I've been on my own forever. You know, whatever. She went through all that, you know. And, you know, sometimes when women cry, it's just a show. So, men, you got to be very, very careful when women cry. You know, women know how to conjure up tears very quickly to make you feel pity for them. But don't fall for that, okay? You got to be very, very careful in particular when she does that. But I wasn't having it. So I left. And I flew back to Houston, never to see Michelle again. And I tell that story as, and you know something, you know, a couple of years after that, I made a million dollars, I got rich. You know, <laughs> you know and listen, I tell that story because, you know, I think everybody on here knows if they're in a toxic or dysfunctional relationship. And I'm not saying that you should just focus on the disadvantages, but you got to kind of be honest with yourself. You got to ask yourself a question. Can I deal with this for the rest of my life? And if you're not more happier than you are sad or upset or pissed off, or you're not willing to work on that and willing to change and know how to change, then I wouldn't suggest you to stay in that relationship. I suggest you... Be in a relationship with yourself for a while. Just be with yourself, right? Just be celibate. Be with yourself and just deal with yourself for a while and build yourself up. And that's what I did. And after doing that, I got fucking rich, okay? So, like I said before, don't care about what other people say. Don't be afraid to let people go because you're getting older. Some of you are 30. You're going to be 40. You're going to be 50. And you're going to regret a lot of shit. I'm telling you, you know, you're going to regret. You're going to be like, oh, I wish I would just let Pookie let go. I, I wish I would stop talking to that girl. I wish I would stop talking to this man. I wish I would just went for it and quit my job. Yeah, don't be that person. You know, I would never be that person. You know, I have no regrets in my life. Everything I've wanted to do, I've done. And I'm doing more things. And, you know, one thing I'm not going to settle for is to be unhappy with a person that's unhappy. And I understand people will get unhappy at times, but uh, I'm a very positive person. So you need to beat to my beat or beat to my drum or go find you another band to get involved with. Because over here, man, I, it's just positivity, it's optimism. You know, I have more than enough money. My life is good. And I'm very honest with people. That's the key. I'm very honest. I communicate exactly how I feel. And you're either going to deal with it or not. And that's just how I am. It's either my way or the highway. And that may seem unfair, but that's what it is. Period. Now, did that answer your question properly here? Uh, I have a question here. How's it going with What's the first feeling you would get if you had a job and they let you go? I'll be shouting, like, all praise to the most high God is the greatest. I'd be excited if a job fired me. I've been fired many times. I never got pissed off or sad when people fired me. I was like, thank God. I can stay at home for a couple of days <laughs> before I go look for a new job. So I never really cared. 
what's the next question here? Questions for me here. All right, folks, are you getting value here tonight? Have you noticed how transparent I am? And that's why I want to be transparent with my life. Like I have nothing that have ever taken place in my life. I am, I regret or I will not share on this rant here. Because to ask for your trust, I have to be willing to be very vulnerable and talk about the weaker side of me that was when I was younger. Now, I don't have a weaker side of me, man, honestly. I, if it is, if I have a weaker side, I don't know what it is. But I just, I don't. But, you know, in my 20s, I definitely did. But we have evolved. Let me see here. What's next here? Talk to me. <laughs> the sex was good. Did you tell her? Of course you know that. Of course. Of course it was good. One thing about me, ladies, I'm an awesome lover. I mean... But I'm a very addictive man. You can get very addicted to me, okay? I warn every woman I get involved with. Honestly, I really do. Like, I let them know. I say, hey, I'm a, I, you know, think of me as a roller coaster. <laughs> you know, when things are going well, it's going well. But there will be some dips. It is what it is, right? But honestly, I think I'm worth the ride. At least test driving these one time. <sighs> now, what's next here? Uh, questions for me here. Talk to me. Yeah, you're right, Bree. And honestly, are you guys still friends? No, I'm not friends. Listen, let me share something. Excess woman in my past. Um, hmm, how can I answer this? But so Michelle, she's definitely not my friend, right? I don't talk to her, and um, I mean, it would just—it'd be no point to talk to her for what? What are we gonna talk about? Honestly, I, I'm the type of man I don't believe in having female friends either. I don't have female friends for what? I don't need female friends. When I say female friends, I like I'm not talking to a girl. Every day, texting her every day. Unless I'm sleeping with you, that's different, right? But that's not, that's not a friend, right? That's benefits, right? Friend of benefits, what do you want to call it? But I'm not going to have like a friend I'm just hanging around with all the time. That's a waste of my time, to be honest with you. And I know some of you women and some of you men believe that you can just be friends. It's bullshit. It's, you cannot. It's not, it's not how it is, okay? Um, and I'll tell you why you should never have... Just my thoughts, okay? My philosophy about this. You should never have the friends of the opposite sex while you're in a relationship, a committed relationship, because especially that person looks good or gorgeous or it intimidates the other person. Because when you are a friend with a person, you tend to share everything with that person because you have that type of rapport and type of connection. So think about it. If you're with Johnny and Johnny pissed you to fuck off and then you go talk to 
Karen. Um, go talk to Billy about Johnny. You know, you tell Billy, Billy, I don't know what's wrong with Johnny. Johnny doing it, Johnny doing it. And you know what Billy going to say? Billy say, he don't see how good you are. He don't see how great you are. He don't see how powerful you are. You're a great woman. <laughs> then what happens? Yeah, Karen and Billy, they end up having an affair. I mean, it happens all the time. I mean, listen, me, I just don't play those games. Even as a single man, I don't need friends. Why don't, why don't I need female friends? For what? What are we going to talk about? Listen, this is how I think about people in my life. You're either going to add value. Now, I say this. Ariella's my friend. Well, because she adds value to my life, right? Um, I mean, I can name some other people as well. But if you're not adding some type of value to my life and some of the things as are, I'm not going to, listen, use your imagination when it comes to a female. But you need to add value to my life. And, you know, I haven't met many females that I can speak on, on an intellectual type level you know, the level that I'm at, just, you know, just the type of thinking that I have, right? Just very few women that speak this way, honestly. I'll read the books that I read, or they like to play chess. Or I like to read books for fun. Like, you know, I like to listen to self-development while I'm in the club. Like, I went to the club this weekend in Miami. I'm playing chess. I went to the club, and now I'm listening to Tony Robbins. I was actually doing this. Because, I don't know, the club it just wasn't fascinating for me. It just was boring, honestly, and I just... I did it for my team because I know they want to have fun and they want to rock out. So I want them to have a good time. But me, I was listening to self-development. Honestly, I was playing chess. Okay? So, you know, it's so funny. I was playing chess. Then these girls were watching me playing chess. Then I'm playing chess with this one girl in the club, right? That's what we're doing the entire time. Right? So I'm just a different type of individual, which means that if you can't add any type of value to my life, what's the point of you being there? I'm not going to be around you just to be around you. Does that make sense? And you may think that's insensitive or unfair, but it is what it is. It's just how I rock. Okay? What's next here? Your level of transparency will always repel women. Oh, no. No, not at all, T-Corn, man. Like, I don't repel women. You know, you would think some of the things I talk about, especially when it comes to women, you would think they were, no, it doesn't repel them. They're, I've, I've told women some very interesting things before, and you would think they were run for the hills. They don't. I tell women I'm dangerous. You shouldn't be with a man like me. And they want to be with me. They still want to be with me. Like I'm being honest with you, I say, you know, you, 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 might, you might get hurt. You know how women want to avoid pain all the time? You know, I tell women that I don't want to be hurt. I said, one thing, if you don't want to be hurt in a relationship with any man, I would suggest you not to be in a relationship for one. Just don't be in a relationship because you're going to get hurt. And I tell women this, if you're going to be with me, you're going to get hurt 100%. I don't know when, but you will be. But even the feeling of being hurt and the pleasure of feeling good makes the hurt and the pain worthwhile. Right? Because, because I'm capricious. I'm unpredictable, right? So... And to me, it's all worth it, in, in my opinion. And I think women feel the same as well. They'll never admit it, but if they really think about it, like who wants good times and pleasure all the time? No one does, especially not a woman. A woman doesn't want that, right? <laughs> it's called boredom. But one thing about a woman, she loves transparency. Like you need to be your true self. 
It doesn't matter if you're dumb, goofy, weird, whatever. Just be your true self. They love it, and they love honesty, okay? Even though they may not, when you tell them something, they may not like it, but at least you told them what it was because the average man just going to lie all day long. Me, I don't have time to lie, man, too. I'm getting older, but I'm looking younger, but you know, I just don't have time, you know? Too many women on the planet. What's next here? Is it possible to make a one million in three months? Of course it is. I mean, you could tell a woman and say, hey, I love you, I want to be with you, but I want to sleep with other women as well. Sometimes, just sometimes, not all the time. And you think everyone would be like, absolutely not, absolutely not. Let me tell you something, the same woman that may say absolutely not, no, no, I don't want to deal with that, I don't want to deal with that. I mean, but she'll still sleep with you. You know, because... Listen, the woman's going to get upset. She's going to get mad. But she will appreciate that you actually said that. And if she really cares about you, she loves you, she'll stay there with you. And if she don't, she ain't willing to do it, she'll leave. But I believe you should always give women a choice. And I'm telling you, a lot of women will agree. I mean, they will just deal with it. They won't like it, but they'll just realize that you're more valuable. Like me, what I tell women, any woman that I'm with, I let them know this. I say, hey, I'm more valuable in your life than out of your life. And it depends on how long you're with me. Like if you long, if you're with me longer than a year, you're gonna see I'm more valuable in your life than out of your life. And you will notice that if you decide to let me go and deal with other guys, because women will innately compare themselves to the last guy they deal with. You know, to the guy that they currently dealing with. That's just how they. That's how they gauge it. You know, they gauge it based off the last guy. So if the last guy was phenomenal, which I am fucking phenomenal, uh, with a woman in any type of relationship, you know, they'd be like, damn, you know, I'm <laughs> she with you, but she thinking about me. I mean, it's happened to me, I mean, quite a bit. I mean, it's, it, it is what it is. All right, so, man, I'm just giving you some game here. Okay, what's next here? Whenever you say, feel like you're the person right now, what do you feel and what do you think about to make yourself feel as if everything is happening now? Yeah, so I do do meditation, Jamal. The more I meditate, the more I visualize myself in the experience. What happens is something that's called dissociation. So I'm beginning to dissociate from the reality that you think is true. You know, your bills, your problems or whatever. So through meditation, you begin a dissociative pattern, which you're no longer connected to that part of you anymore. And the more you meditate, the more you become the new self. Does that make sense? Hey, Michaela, how are you? Let me see here. Hey, Wesley, according to Dr. Joe Martini, he said have realistic goals instead of fantasies and chunk that goal down each day. Do you agree? Dream big or have realistic goals. Like, I don't believe in realistic goals because what does that mean? It's so subjective, so vague. Real, what's a realistic goal? And usually people that have realistic goals, and that's just the people that's a part of the majority. Because realistically, can you make a million in a month? Maybe not. But can you make it in a month? Yes. 
people make a million dollars every month. Many people do, right? You just don't know who those people are, and it's uncommon. So when we use the word realistic, we're talking about the average norm. But I'm not average, and I'm not normal, so I don't care about realistic goals. Like I don't. My goals are huge, big. Who cares? And that's personal to me. And one thing about me, I don't get bothered like a lot of you get bothered about not achieving your goals because I don't care about the time that I achieve the goal. What's important for me to feel as if I'm already achieving the goal. So if I can feel that way, that means I'm already achieving the goal. Make sense? So I'm not bitching and crying about not doing something. I'm already doing it. Like right now, I'm making $10 million a month. Maybe $10 million a month is not coming into my account. But I feel that way, so I'm not thinking about that I'm not. Does that make sense? And through the process of meditating voraciously, ferociously, daily, it's just I live like that is my reality, if that makes sense to you. Okay? Questions for me here. Questions. So how's the script going for you? Going very well. Questions. Are you getting value here, ladies and gentlemen? I don't see the questions here below. Hey, Brittany, how are you? Hey, Destiny. Age Turner. Yeah, I know who Dr. Martini is. I actually know his his daughter as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't even know if he's a millionaire, honestly, but. That's right, Brizlet. Brizlet says, dream big, and if you are if you fall short, you won't be that far from the top. Exactly. Like, think about it. If I if my goal is to make $300,000 a day, and if I make $150,000, you think I'm going to be crying? Think I'll be whining like a little bitch in the corner tomorrow. I'm only making 150000 a day, but I want it on 300000 But I'm only making 150000 Listen, if you ever see me crying about $150,000 a day, slap the shit out of me, please. Slap the dog shit out of me. Because that's ridiculous, okay? Which means if your goal is 50000 a month, but you make 30000 okay. At least you don't have to work a job again, right? Les Brown says, wish for the moon, and you may land upon the stars, right? So even if you don't hit the moon, you hit the stars. Stars are still good. It's not the moon, but stars are still good, right? What did you share briefly in the seminar? Yeah, we talked about mindset manifestation. I went very deep into things that I can't really talk about here unless you're one of my high-paying clients. What do you think about AI? It's phenomenal. What would you say to all the irresponsible fathers out there? Uh, well, okay, if you are a father, if you're not taking care of your children, and listen, don't get upset at me, but you're a piece of shit, okay? Like if you're a father of a baby, of a child, and you're irresponsible. You're not taking care of your baby properly. You're a piece of shit. Because the baby didn't ask to be here. Okay? The baby did not ask to be here. 
it was out of the baby's control and you not being present in that baby's life, it's going to affect that baby for the rest of his or her life. There's many people in here right now that don't have fathers. Anybody want to say, you know, raise your hand? There's many people on here right now that never met their father or their father was a piece of shit. Okay? It is what it is. Right? Uh, they didn't have a father that was capable. Or they had a father that sexually abused them or physically abused them. Okay? And if you're that type of father, you're a piece of shit. But I'll tell this to you. You don't have to always be a piece of shit. Okay? You don't have to remain that way. Just because you're not making enough money, just because you have debt, just because you have a ton of problems, okay, great. But it doesn't mean that you can't attempt to take care of your child. Even being present sometimes is enough. Yeah, you need to give baby mama money. Yeah, you need to take care of her. I would say get your shit together. Because you're not just ruining your life, you're ruining the baby's life. And you'll see it as the baby get older. You know, thank God we have great mothers out there. Unfortunately, some mothers have to be the mother and the father. And it's very difficult. And some children, they make it out and they become great people. But there's a lot of kids out there that don't have a father, that don't have that male role. Women that don't have that masculine trait, don't, they don't even know what a man should be. That's fucked up. You got some girls, little girls out there, because of their father not being present in their life, they don't know what the fuck. Like, they don't know what type of man they should date. Because they never had any love from their father. The father's a piece of shit. So she thinks the father's a piece of shit because he's never around. Father never says, I love you, never comes to the birthday. So how do you think she's going to view men? And even when she get a man, she's going to do everything in her power and give her body away to every man that she ever come in contact with because she feels that's what a man wants. That's what's going to make a man happy. But it doesn't keep one. So, to all you fathers out there, that... uh, you know who you are, man. You already know. You got children out there. You complaining about your baby mamas. Let me tell you something. Stop. Stop fucking complaining. Okay? Stop acting like a bitch. And I mean that. Don't complain about a woman that you had sex with and then you have a baby. about Because I hear from men, you know, they have baby mothers. Oh, my baby mom, she doing it. Shut the fuck up. Stop screaming about your baby mom. What are you, you're an adult. You had sex with her. She had a baby. Deal with it. If she's on her, if she's on your ass, she should be on your ass. It's your baby. Thank God for mothers. They're not going to run out. They don't have that luxury to leave, to go out with friends. They're going to be there. So you should be there as well. And I get it. You're struggling, but it is what it is. Do better. Do your best to do better. But be a part of the baby's life. Even if you don't have a job, I get it. You're trying to find a job, but still be a part of that baby's life. Tell the baby you love him. Tell the baby you're going to be a better man. You're going to be a better father. Tell the baby you're out there every day. You're working. 
Tell your baby mama that too. Tell her. She ain't gonna believe you. She's gonna call you every book and she's gonna call you every word in the book. She's gonna say, hey, you're a piece of shit, you this, 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 so what? It's okay, take it. Because maybe you are a piece of shit, but you can fix it. And it's not going to make any sense for you to complain and to bitch at her. She's not the problem, you are. She wants help, and you should help her. And if you don't help her, well, she's going to complain. You should realize that's what it is. And by you complaining, you just like a little bitch. That's it. Any man that complains about a woman, especially a woman that has her child, and you complain about, what's she doing this, she doing this, she doing this, so what? Shut up. You know what fixes things with a woman that has her child? Money. Finances. You want to shut your baby mama up? Give her money. Give her money. That's it. Give her finances. She don't need your love. She don't need your kindness. She needs money. Okay? Got to take care of those needs first, those survival needs. Does that make sense? Okay? So that's for all my so-called broken fathers out there and fathers that got children from different baby mamas and you know, say, oh, this baby mama, she doing this to me. Shut up. Just stop all that fucking complaining, seriously. Because nobody cares. That's not a man. A man doesn't complain about shit that he created. Okay, how can you complain about something that you started? All right? Because she didn't even approach you. You approached her. You saw her in a, in a supermarket. You saw her at the club. You saw her somewhere. You approached her. Had sex with her baby came. So what's the point of complaining about that shit? It is what it is. Everything comes in that situation, especially if you like money. That's why I tell man, you need to get your shit together, period. Like, become a capable man. Become a man that's financially astute. Become a man that's financially responsible. That's your first goal in life. Not chasing women. Be capable. Make money. Be independent. Be able to take care of yourself and be able to take care of others. Then you won't find yourself in this type of situation. But a lot of you men, you got it backwards. Because you can't control your little penis. You can't control it. You're going to stick your penis in everything. And then you're going to stick your penis in something. If you don't get a disease, you're going to have a baby. And then your life is going to get worse. Because you're not going to just be a broken man. You're going to be a broken man with a baby that you don't even take care of properly. Does it make sense? Man, get the money first. You have a child right now. And maybe you're not the best father, become the best father. If you can't deal with your baby mom, say your baby mom, y'all are going to tell this one what you to do. I told it to one of my friends because he had the same type of issue. Um, he, um, he, I told him, this is how you deal with her. You give her kind words. You say, I love you. I appreciate you. Whenever she's upset at you all the day, if she's upset at you all the time, it's okay. So, you know what? I'm sorry about that. I appreciate you. I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. Keep telling her this. I'm going to do better and do better. If she complains at you, if she say women can be very irrational, it's okay. Obviously, you need to take responsibility. If you want to be a leader of a family, if you want to be a leader of anything, you got to take fucking responsibility, man. You can't be the leader acting like the follower. You can't be a leader acting like a woman, like a, like a female. Does that make sense? You can't call yourself the king. Oh, I'm the king. I'm the leader of the family. Well, the leader of a family... The first responsibility of a leader is to be a provider, period. That's what leaders do. They provide. 
Are you a provider? If you're not, shut your mouth. Okay? You give your, whatever your baby mama is, you give her loving words all the time. You say, you know, I love you. You're amazing. I give you an example. Me and my, the mother of my children, I'm never going to argue with her. I did back in, the, back in the day when I was stupid. No. Even if she's irrational now, I don't do it. She texted me, it was her birthday. She said, can you give me so much money for my birthday? I want to have a good weekend. I said, absolutely. Send her $2,500 for her birthday so we can have fun. She texts back, thank you so much, I love you. I love you as well. Of course I love her. She has my children. She buried my children. We're not in a relationship, but we're friends. We're cool. We have no problems. You know why? Because I'm the motherfucking provider. And when you are the provider in a woman's life, you don't have problems. Does that make sense? So men, you got it backwards. Become the provider. That's how you become the leader. You want women to listen to you? Become a provider. Then they will listen. And if she still don't listen to you, let her ass go. Who cares? There's many women that understand that the provider is the man in charge. Okay? All right, what's next here? Can you share some practical examples to these men on here on how to get their shit together practically and be a capable man that can provide for their family? I mean, of course. Come on, this is obvious. First is to get your money and your finances in order. A lot of you women, a lot of you men and women, I'm not leaving you out. I'm just, you can just tag your man if you need to. A lot of you men, you have it backwards. You feel that or you have a split, which means is you're trying to make money and you're trying to be with women. I'm going to have sex with women and make money. Have sex with women and make money. Listen, I'm not going to say that's impossible, but I'll say this. That if you focus on the money and becoming a financially independent individual, wealthy, you will become wealthy faster, obviously. Okay? But many of you, you have this split. You want to do that with women and you want to make money at the same time. Okay? And I suggest to get the money first. That's one thing. Okay? Two, become a leader. How do you become a leader? You can't lead anybody nor a woman until you lead yourself. That means whatever you tell yourself that you're going to do, you need to do it. Women cannot stand an inconsistent man. Women, can I get an amen, please? They can't stand a man that's inconsistent. Like, you can't tell your woman, okay, you know, baby, I'm going to work on this business. We're going to be out of the ghetto. I'm going to get you out of this bullshit apartment, this bullshit house, this bullshit area. I'm telling you, baby, I'm going to get you out of it. And then she comes home and your dumb ass playing video games in your fucking underwear. It's not a leader. She's not going to trust you. That's inconsistent. Women want a man that's consistent with his actions and consistent with the words that he say out of his mouth. Does it make sense? Because women are always paying attention. I'm telling you something about women. They're always paying attention to what you do. I'm telling you, they don't forget nothing. They remember everything. Ten years ago, they remember that shit. It's just, I don't know, it's our superpower. Right? So be consistent. If you say you want to do something, you want to be this type of person, you're going to promise your woman. And I hear men do this. Baby, I'm telling you, I'm going to do this for you. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And then you're playing basketball on the weekends with your dumb ass friends. I'm like, what? 
How are you going to fulfill that dream if you're playing basketball with your friends? How are you going to fulfill that dream if you're out there with your friends just hanging out, drinking at the bar? Does that make sense to you? Playing video games, watching sport games, watching football, watching other sweaty men run down the court. I don't know why men like other sweaty men. You know, they do because they watch them on TV. They watch sweaty men play soccer. They watch sweaty men play football, basketball. They just enjoy sweaty men. Focus on yourself. Okay? You can't lead anybody until you're able to lead yourself by being very consistent on what you're going to say. Another thing is be healthy, be fit, physically fit. Let me tell you something about women. I'm not saying women won't date a fat man, because they do. They date dad bod, big man, fat man, whatever. That doesn't mean she want to. Okay? Doesn't mean that's her desire. She's not dreaming about the fattest man that she want to make love to. Absolutely not. Okay? So fix your body. Go to the gym, go work out. And don't believe your woman when she said, oh, I like your dad bod. I like how fat you are. I like how quick you Let me tell you why women say that sometimes. Because sometimes women don't want you to be more attractive. They want you to be lesser attractive. Because now she has lesser competition. But no. No, you don't want to be that type of man. You want to be a man that's very physically fit, that look good naked. If you don't believe, you may say, well, I don't know if I look good. Well, go look in the mirror. Go look at your body. Go look at the front side and the back side. If you can't look at yourself, if you got to turn the light off to look at yourself because you can't stand looking at your fat Maybe you have man boobs and saggy skin and just looks horrible. Your skin looks terrible. Some of you men got hair all over your body. That's insane. That's nasty. Sick. I feel bad for some women to have to deal with that. Okay? Fix yourself physically. You should be one of you want to be a very physically fit man. Not just for your woman, for your children as well. You want your children to look at that big old fat, overweight daddy. You know, when I go to my when I used to go to my daughter's track meets, and look at all these men, just fat and overweight, can't even move. And I'm the only one, I'm in the field, hanging out with the girls, running with the girls, you know, just having a good time. And these girls are like, it was a bunch of, like, my children go to a school that's predominantly white. And these white girls run up there, and they're like, oh my God, man, you, your dad is cool. Your dad is amazing. I wish you was my dad, because I got energy. A lot of those dads ain't got no goddamn energy. You know, you'll see a dad, Go up the bleachers. You know those people now, they got those seats that you can buy from Walmart that have those backs, you know, so you can lean back. That's how lazy they are. They're that lazy that they can't sit in the bleachers without having the back attached. <laughs> Just that lazy, man. It's insane. Okay? Let me tell you something. I'm, why would I want to be the type of man like that? When I go, Listen, when I go see my daughter... I mean, it's all eyes on me. They're like, man, your dad is, your dad look good. Your dad is tall. Your dad is fit. Man, your dad is muscular. Your dad got drip. I mean, you know, I'm the brat. I mean, because I'm an exceptional man, and I want to be a great example for my daughters and my son. I don't want my daughters to say, well, man, your dad fat as, right? You, you, think I wanna hear, you don't think my children want to hear, oh, your man, your dad is overweight. Your dad is this. Your dad is that. Your dad is negative. Your dad is me. Absolutely not. It's a reflection on what they're going to have to deal with in school. Okay, so if you're not going to do it for 
them do it for your babies. Okay? Does it make sense, man? Man, I know I'm hard on you tonight, but, you know, I love you. I'm just being honest with you. I'm being very honest with you. Some of you men right now, you with women, you're incapable. And then you get upset when your your woman cheat on you. Let me tell you, they will cheat on you. If you're not a capable man, if you have a cute, let me tell you something, man. You're not going to hear this, but let me give you the hard truth. And this is just the fucking reality of people in relationships. If you with a woman that is pretty, that is cute, and you are an incapable man, say if you don't make enough money, or you're not really a very attractive man, you're not physically fit, you don't have energy, it's going to be another man like me that's going to be banging your wife. I'm just being honest with you. Okay? It's not about wrong or right. It's just normal. It's just how it is. You'll never know, though. You'll never know. Right? But she's, if she's attractive, she's gorgeous, and she sees something that she does want because women want to date up. And if they get exposed to something else that's better than what they currently have, it's natural for a woman to want to see what that's like. It's just very natural for her. And she's not the one to blame. You're the one to blame because you just want to be a normal, average man. And there's too many normal, average men on the planet. And you want women to take you for your normal, average self. And they're going to hurt your fucking feelings. And you get mad. Because I hear men, they're like, women want too much from me. Women want everything. Why? Okay, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with a woman wanting more? What's wrong with a woman wanting to be wealthy and ambitious? She want an ambitious man. What's wrong with that? What she just want too much? I mean, and this is what men say. Listen, men, you should do your best to be as, as perfect as humanly possible. How do you become a perfect man? Okay, I talked about this before. One. Like I said, you need to be wealthy, period, millions of dollars, period, millions of dollars, that's one. Two, be physically fit, okay? Physically attractive. Fix your body, work out in the gym, man. Put some muscles on your body. Work out, eat healthy. Take care of your skin. Take care of how you smell, how you look. Get your teeth fixed, get them clean, get them white. Get your hair cut, boom, you can change your entire, I'm telling you, even if you're a little ugly, you can just look good, Okay? Learn how to communicate well. Learn how to communicate well. Let me tell you something about women. Yeah, women love physical features. They love physical physicality. But let me tell you something about women that you probably don't know. Women love a man that can stimulate their mind, especially women who are very, very beautiful or get a lot of attention from men. They love it. They love it. It's like an uh, orgasm. It's just like when we see a woman's big booty, right, a pretty face, big breasts, and we're like, oh, my God. Well, when you stimulate a woman's mind in a certain way by the words that you speak and the topics that you speak about, it turns her on in ways that will blow your mind. So learn how to communicate well. Okay, three, have emotional intelligence, which means just don't be so quick to, quick to anger or to be angry. Learn to be calm when you need to be calm. And that's most of the time. If your woman starts to get loud and crazy, you be calm. Learn to be calm. Okay? Learn to treat people well around you. You go out to dinner, treat your waitress and your waiter very well. 
many women have told me after I've slept with them, they say, man, you know, I really love how you treated the waiter and the waitress. That just just made me want to rip your clothes. I swear to God, I'm telling you, because how I treated the waiter and the waitress. Because some men, you know, some men that make some money, they just treat them like, they treat people like assholes. They, you know, they try to berate the waiter and the waitress. That's just stupid. I don't know. I treat them like gods. I love them. I spend time with them, and I tip them very well. Okay? You want your date to go well? Treat your waiter and your waitress very well. Speak to them. How are you doing? How was your day today? How do you feel today? Let me tell you something. You're doing a great job. I really appreciate you. Do that in front of that girl. She's going to be like, I'm going to sleep with this man tonight. Maybe. Or I'm eventually going to sleep with this man because it will set yourself apart from all of these piss poor men that have egos or they have no manners at all. Does that make sense? Okay. So have emotional intelligence. It's important. <clears throat> and that's it. That's all you need. Master those things. <laughs> <laughs> what's next folks what's next any more questions for me here and like I said we're in the red light you know I have a blue light special and a red light special so the reason why I'm talking this way because we're in the red light special is when I just get very very brutally direct and brutally blunt and this is what I do to some of my high paying clients here okay if you get offended I don't really care. I'm sorry. I don't I don't care if you're offended. Get off the rant. All right, but I'm gonna tell you the truth because the truth will set you what? Furry What's next? Are you getting value here? Uh, is everybody getting value here tonight? Okay. Any more questions for me? But yeah, but that's that's my that's my advice to all you men out there. Okay, in your forties, thirties, and twenties. I focus on the money first. Just, just take my advice. Focus on the money first. I know many men that they watch me and they listen to me online, and they still are not focused on the money. I remember this one guy. He looked at me. I didn't know him, and he said, "So you say focus on the money first, huh?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah." And, you know, you see these same people and they're still not achieving their dreams the way that they want to achieve. And they're still dealing with women. You know, it's like women have control over men. It's so insane to me. You know, I don't I don't I mean, I guess I've been there before when, you know, Michelle had some control over me. But man, you have to mature. Right. Eventually, you got to realize that if you're the king, then women have no control over you. You have control over them. Or you have control over your reactions to them. Make sense? How, how becoming a very capable man. See, when you become what I call the 0.1% of man on the planet, first of all, less than 5% of men make $400,000 a year. Less than 1% of men are actually physically, like their, their bodies are physically attracted. Like they love to go to the gym. It's like less than 1% of men are like this. They actually have a body that women stare at. Does that make sense? I mean, they just, oh my God. I'm not talking about the guy that works out two to three days a week. I'm not talking about the guy that's in the gym, but ain't doing shit. Right? It's a lot of guys go to the gym. You don't see any progress, right? 
I'm talking about the man, when you look at him, you're like, damn, yeah, it's 1%. Make sense? So it's a very, you need to become that type of man. When you become that type of man, can communicate well, have a sense of emotional intelligence here, okay? When you become that type of man, now you're a part of the 0.1% of men on the planet. So you become extremely desirable, okay? Extremely desirable on the planet because there's not a lot of you. So women will start to validate themselves to you. They would change for you instead of you trying to change for a woman. Like me, I don't need to change for any woman. For what? Everywhere I go, it's a woman out there, man, that I, I'm telling you, everywhere I go. I went to Matt, man, I mean... It was just all eyes on me. There's opportunities everywhere. I'm not in the mood right now because I'm working, so I didn't entertain any opportunities. But let me tell you something. The opportunities are just out there. For me, 100%. Right? Because how I care of myself, how I speak. I mean, it's just it's just very easy for me. Honestly, I'm, I'm not even trying to brag here. It's just very simple. And it should be. Because I'm a capable man. Okay? When you become a capable man, it is not that difficult for you to attract any woman in your life. You don't need tricks. A lot of you men on the fucking internet looking up, oh, how do I, what are the five signs that a woman likes me? Oh, oh, if a woman moves her hair, that means she likes me. If a woman smiles at me, I guess she likes me. You don't need that shit. You think I need that? I don't need tricks. I don't need pickup lines. A pickup line, that's for losers. I don't need none of that shit. If I want it, it's mine. Done deal. <laughs> like, women don't even have a choice they just, it's just done <laughs> she's mine but a lot of you a lot of you, a lot of you men you're just ridiculous honestly always trying to find a way what's the best way to get a girl what's the best way what do I say what, what do you mean what do you say listen if you're if you have no confidence when it comes to women then I would suggest for you to work on yourself because when you become a capable of a man a man that's capable have no problems with women at all. They just don't. I have zero problems with women. Zero. Okay? And if a woman become a problem for me, it's two things going to happen. I'm either going to explain to her how she should not be a problem for me, or two, I'm going to eliminate her. Okay? Period. That's just what I'm going to do. That's what a capable man does. He doesn't care too much. About anything, honestly, because he's capable. He understands his value. He understands that he's the cream of the crop. He understands that he has his pick. He understands that he will do the selection process. Women don't select a cable, but man, he selects because there's many women that want him. I've had women around me and every woman wanted me. I can, I can feel it. And they were showing how they wanted my attention. I am the selector. You got to become this type of person, man. Okay? Does that make sense? <clears throat> What's next here? Does that make sense, uh, ladies and gentlemen here? Are you getting value here? So, man, get off the internet. You know, this industry of, like, they call it the pickup artist industry and how to understand women, how to, listen, stop. You need to type this into Google. How to understand myself. Not, does she like me? 
How to get my ex back. How to get your ex back? Just blows my mind. Men that want to get their exes back. I'm like, what the f- Why? You just devalue yourself. Type this into Google. How to better myself. How to be a better communicator. How to make more money. Okay? How to work out. How to go to the gym every single day to work on my body. Okay? What's next here? Any more questions for me here? Mm. Somebody says, I can't wait till the day you fall in love. Listen, I've been in love before. Come on now, I'm not a stylish, emotionless man. Of course I've been in love. Of course. Uh, yeah, I love, yeah, I've been in love. What does that mean? Just because I've been in love, I got to act like a dummy? Act like a fool? (laughs) Listen, anytime I'm in love with a woman, I love a woman. It's a part of me that understands, okay, I'm in love, but I'm not stupid. Right? Even when I do certain things, maybe out of love, but I'm still thinking with my rational mind. Always. Okay? Some of you men, I get it. You just do very interesting things when you're in love. I could tell you examples, but I'm not going to talk about these examples tonight. But even when I fall for somebody or whatever, I'm telling you, I'm quick to see how it is and get out if I need to. What's next here? That's right. My girlfriend's my laptop. Yeah, she right here. Question here. Thanks for the love, ladies and gents. And listen, hey, it's all for you. You know, I believe that, you know, sometimes you just got to hear it direct, deep, and just to the point. And many of you know that what I'm saying is the truth. It is. It's what you experience. And I don't have to berate people. If I do berate Anyone is going to be men. Like, I would never berate a woman. Like, I would never make misogynistic comments about women. Ever. Even if a woman are wrong. And women can be wrong all the time. But I would never berate women. Let me tell you why. Because to berate a woman, to make a woman just feel, to make a woman feel like shit. And say she's nothing, she's that or whatever. That's. One, it's not beneficial. Two, it's not being a leader. If men are the leaders, why would you downplay women? Women are, they are only doing what's natural. And most women do what men do, honestly. And <laughs> Whatever you're doing, they're going to do too. Like men want to conquer the world. Now women want to conquer the world. Men want to sleep with everybody on the planet. Now women want to sleep with everybody on the planet, right? So... I'm not going to get mad at women. I'm not going to downplay women because women naturally will follow and lead men. That's how it is for the rest of your life. It's going to be that way. Right? So I love women. Women are perfect. Women are great. Right? Women are beautiful. Queens. Lovely. But sometimes you got to check them. Okay? Sometimes you got to check women. 
Sometimes you have to put women in their place. And guess what? Women want to be put in their place. And you got to be the type of man that can put a woman in her place. Right? Women can be complicated at times and complex. It's okay. It's more reason to love her. But sometimes you got to tell women how it is. You got to tell women where you stand. You got to tell women where your standards are. And she has to make a choice. Make sense? Okay. What's next here? Age Turner, don't use that type of language. I will remove you from this rant, okay? What's the next here? What's next? Any more questions for me, people? <sighs> I broke my visual, my financial goal into big chunks. Still lying. Yeah, that's fine if you do that. Yeah. Yeah, happy weight customers. That's fine. Did you get value tonight, ladies and gentlemen, here? I guess I'm going to let you go here since you have no more questions for me. Did you get value? Come with the word value here. Did What's this rent pile for or not? How much you making... Off of YouTube, about a million a year. Did you get value tonight? Did you learn something here? Okay. Did you hear something that you can apply in the world? Well, if you don't mind, share this for me. When I post this, can you guys do me a big favor? If you don't mind, if you would do this for me, I would really appreciate it. When I post this video, do you mind coming back in the next five minutes? Just leaving a comment about the rant. Just give me a review. It'll take you two seconds. If you don't mind, just comment the word yes. I will give you a review tonight. Do it tonight for me, please. Okay, I got 80 people watching right now. Would you guys just kindly leave a review on the rant when I post it? I would really appreciate that because I want more people to listen to it. Some people just need to hear it deep, raw, and to the freaking point you know just keep it real so please i'm gonna post this right now come back to the video tonight don't go to sleep yet just think i need to leave wesley a nice little review on this video and um so we get more people to listen to it as well so much love i love you to life love all of you um Let me see. Wesley, when you become very famous, is it possible that some forces world will try to delete your rents? Possibly. But it's okay. Because uh, daddy got a backup. Hey, this is Wesley. Billion dollar virgin. Much love. And let's go.